Hello, Osha here. Thanks for listening to the show. It's uh, Friday, the 17th of April, 2020. So if you're listening to this today, then hey, happy lockdown. If you're listening to this in three years or five years from now, well, then you know what happened in April 2020. We're currently on lockdown with the uh, coronavirus pandemic here in Australia. And um, because of that, a lot of people are out of work. But Andy Ma, my audio producer, and Rachel Barron, my show producer, they're still working. They're helping me make this show even though I slept in this morning and missed a podcast that I was supposed to do with somebody in America. But Rachel did her job. I didn't do mine. But I still need to pay those two people. So you might hear a commercial in a moment. And if you do, thank you, because you're helping me pay them. Here we go. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. What is this show? It's simply a podcast that aims to make today a little bit better than yesterday. That's it. Something that you hear on this show. Um, there's over 330 episodes of the show. Something you hear on this show will make you, hopefully, well, no, it will. It'll make you, though, you know, today's a little bit better than it was yesterday. And that's about it. That's all we're here to do. On, on Mondays, I speak with a guest, and on Fridays, I speak with you. If you don't know who I am, I'm a, a TV guy, a book writing guy, and a radio guy. Well, I haven't done radio in a while. Should I keep saying that? I don't know. A formerly, well, I guess I'm a bass player as well. I'm not a, as much of a bass player as I used to be, but I still play bass. What else do I do? I'm pretty good at getting the baby to have a nap. That's a bit of a skill I'm happy about. Um, yeah, I live in Sydney, Australia. And I've been making this podcast every Monday and Friday uh, since about 2013. So um, thanks for being here. Thanks heaps. I'm really, really grateful you're here. I hope you're okay. I hope whatever it is that you're up to is is all right here in lockdown. I hope things are, are happening for you and, you know, 
things are all right, doing what you're doing. Thank you very much to everyone that did email me. That's pretty easy to find me. Send Osher email at gmail.com. That's my email address and that's about it. Thanks heaps to uh, for SJ who, who wrote in and sent a photo of where they're listening, which is just smashing spreadsheets. And um, they're probably one of the reasons that Officeworks has no more monitors at home because there's a, a big double monitor situation going on with a cracking home cup of tea with a work from home situation. So thanks for having me be a, a part of your, your Excel spreadsheet adventure there. Also, thanks very much to Kim, who uh, sent an email, um, been listening a couple of years now. There's been times when I've really used it as an important part of my week, especially when it was only once a week. Uh, I've waited patiently for the voice that talked about mental illness like it was a natural and acceptable way of being. It was something that needed work, of course, but not all and hidden. So thanks heaps, Kim. I really appreciate. Yeah, and, and she's written, good luck, have fun exercising with your neighbor. I have had a really great amount of fun exercising with my neighbor. Kim, I really appreciate that. Kim's listening. And um, what I do believe, Kim's oh, some serious coloring in going on while you listen, Kim. Some therapeutic coloring in time. I appreciate that. Yeah, I had exercise with my neighbor this morning. He's a little bit older than me, not a lot older than me. He's on the other side of 50. I'm on this side of 50. But I tried not to break him this morning. I didn't tell him it was burpee day until he got here. Um, but yeah, he stands on one side of the, the backyard and I stand on the other and um, we go through things. And um, it was a great opportunity to, because he's like, no, I, I like training, but I just need the motivation. So I'm like, okay, buddy, let's go. And I really appreciate it too, because then if I want to wuss out, I'm like, oh, I can't, I've got this guy, he's my neighbor. I've got to <laughs> put on a brave face. And um, yeah, so today was just burpees and chin-ups. That's what we did. I did mine with a sandbag. But um, today was a day where I, um, I put the weight up a bit. Now, if you know how the, the human body works is that it tends to adapt to the stresses that you put on it, whether that be you're eating less calories and so your body adapts by dropping weight and using body fat to sustain you, or if you're eating lots of junk food and you have more calories, your body will put on weight. Similarly, if you're lifting something that's a little too heavy for you, not a lot too heavy that you're going to break yourself, but just a little too heavy for you, your body will go, hmm, going to need some more muscle here and grow some more muscle. And so today was a day where I put one of the weights up and boy, howdy, boy, howdy was a tough one. But, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm a little further down the road than my neighbor as far as fitness goes. But, you know, so if I did 10 or something, he'd do five or something. He'd do, you know, one every second rep that I would do with burpees and things like that. But it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We got to five sets and he was like, fuck, how, how long to go, man? I said, I had six sets. He went, fuck, how much longer to go? I said, I've got four sets to go, man. Oh my God. Oh shit. And sure enough, I just said, well, okay, then let's try it this way. It's like, instead of doing, I've got to do five burpees, start at five and then you do four, then you do three, then you do two, then you do one. And like that way you're kind of flipping the, I've got this many to go to, oh, I've only got this many to go, you know? You, you suddenly realize it's just three to go. I've got three more, two more. I've got two more. One, just one more. I've got one more. And sure enough, you know, I said to him, look, you know, you don't have to do the whole workout now. You're just literally doing it one rep at a time. That's it. We'll be fine. And we took a little more time between the sets, but we got there. We got there. And at the end of it, he did, uh, he did, he did 50 burpees and he did, which is, I think 45 more burpees than he'd done before. And, um, uh, he did a, a heap of chin-ups, and when he couldn't do chin-ups, he was doing dead hangs, which is when you just hang from the chin-up bar. But we got there, we got there, and it was it was it was really great to be able to you know kind of see because I know what it's like for me. But when I think I'm totally gassed, 
that's usually when I'm about 50 or 60%. And I don't realize, you know, my body goes, nah, screw this, we're going to have to stop. But I know there's another 40 or 50% there. And then I got to see that with my neighbors today. I go, come on, man, we got this. And sure enough, he was fine. We got to the end and he was, he texted me before saying, I feel great. He said, he feels really, really good. He's, he's tired, but he feels fantastic. And um, yeah, just a rep at a time, just a rep at a time. That's, uh, that's all you got to do. But yeah, it was really good um, working out with my neighbor today. So I, uh, I, I did enjoy that. That was cool. Um, Janine sent an email as well. Up from my morning walk, listening to the Sophie Hardcastle episode, the street is eerily empty. I feel like I'm the only human awake. Thanks for the podcasts. I've always enjoyed listening, but getting even more out of them during lockdown. Hope your family is staying well and healthy in a beautiful picture of uh, some autumnal leave changing situation going on where uh, where Janine lives there with the uh, leaves going from green to brown, which is a beautiful time of year. I absolutely adore it when the leaves change. I mean, they're never for any, any fun to sweep up, but uh, it's pretty good. Speaking of leaves changing, it was... Uh, you know, I know I talk a bit about climate change on the show and I I talk a bit about, you know, the effects of what's happening with the coronavirus pandemic and the economic effects like around the world that are happening right now. And it's, yeah, I've, the more days that we spend like this, the more days that we see governments around the world just springing into action, the more I have hope that people, uh, you, me, regular people, will be able to put pressure on those governments to, you know, being in such a rush to get everything back to normal. It's like, well, hang on one second. Let's just, what were we doing? What did normal look like? Now we've taken some moments away from it and we're seeing all these photos from around the world. It's like, oh, we can actually see the Himalayas from India now and there's dolphins in the canals of Venice and there's blue skies over Jakarta and there's coyotes on the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, there's like wildlife taking over bits of Los Angeles, you know. Oh, right. Okay, then. Well, hang on a second here. Let's see what, uh, how much of this stuff do we really need to get back to doing? Can we maybe go about it a different way to maybe be sure that the the world we live in is still going to be there? So uh, given that, on Monday, I'm just going to let you know right now, on Monday, we're going to have a a, a bit of a heavy show. We're going to going to dive in a bit about climate change on Monday, but I have a, an excellent guest that I am, I'm looking forward to bringing you, but definitely framed in a way that, you know, right now when we're kind of in lockdown and we're wondering what the world's going to look like, well, it's, it's never going to be the same. All right. There's, there's no shadow of a doubt. It's never going to be the same. I don't know how you would feel about going to a music festival in a hurry, but I was so looking forward to going to Splendor in the Grass this year, but... You know, do I want to go to Splendor in the Grass when I know I take it seriously as far as, you know, making sure that I, you know, if I could be tested so I could go and work somewhere, I I definitely would. And then once there's a vaccine that gets developed and we can show that that vaccine's safe, I'm absolutely lining up to get a jab. But until that point, like, uh, can I trust that everyone is washing their hands as much as me? You know, it's a tricky one. So... There's a lot of things about life that are, are, are very different and, and, and will be very different for quite a, quite, a, quite a long time. So, yeah, while we're kind of seeing the world shifting and morphing more than you or I would ever have imagined in our lifetimes through something of no fault of any, well, no real fault of any of us, you know, this extraordinary situation that's happening to the world right now, I think it's important that we have a look and go, okay, well, you know how all of us are checking these graphs every day and seeing, uh, is the curve flattening? Is the curve flattening? 
Well, there's some other graphs that involve <laughs> temperature change and the, there is no flattening <laughs> of the curve there. And um, if the curve doesn't flatten, it's way more than we've got no ventilators. It's, it's way, way more than that. So on Monday, we'll have a bit of a a bit of a chat about that, but I just did want to give you the heads up about that to, I don't know, have a consider across the weekend about what is happening in your life right now that you are actually really grateful for. We went for a walk in the park the other day and Audrey saw all these kind of pods of families walking around and Audrey said, this must be what it was like before television. Like, yeah, <laughs> it really was. And I'm, you know, talking with other mates of mine, I'm, on Wednesdays I have that poker game, but we can't get together anymore, so... I'm running a game show from my house. <laughs> and I'm doing a game show with my friends on the video chat. It's really fun. But after the game show, we sit around and we have a bit of a chat and talk about what's going on and how we might feel about an app that tracks our data. And would we use that app to mean that we could go back out and get back to work? Or would we go, well, you know what? Peter Dutton may not want to give that app back when they're done with it. You know, they'll probably take the childcare back, the free childcare. They'll probably take that quick sticks, but they'll probably hold on to that location tracking stuff. Could we trust them with that? It's interesting to be able to have those conversations. And I'm very grateful that the team of friends that I have are right across the political spectrum. So people who are, I love these men with all my heart. And, you know, they vote for very different political parties than I do. And it's great because I love these guys and I know in their hearts they're good people and what they do at the polling booth is very different to what I would do at the polling booth but it just shows me that oh this kind of polarised you vote this way so therefore you're this kind of person is complete bullshit no they, you know everyone's just trying to do the best for them and their family that's the end of the day and um, so it was great it was really really great to have that kind of debrief conversation I would encourage that if you get a chance to kind of try and reach out and speak to some people who you haven't spoken to in a little while about what they think's going on and how they feel about things and you know, you may want to start thinking about a, a location tracking app. Do you want to locate? Who, who's got access to the info of where you are and who you're with 24 hours a day, seven days a week? And how does that come back? If they ever, you know, when do we ever give it back? Who, who, would, get, who would give it back? Who would give it back? Is it going to be used for any other kind of thing, you know, beyond contact tracing for COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2? Is it going to be used for anything else? Like, oh, you know, a, a freshly baked cake went missing off a windowsill. Uh, let's see who was there. <laughs> you know, that's, that's ultimately what it, could, what it could turn into. You know, who, who got together at whose house to talk about some sort of whatever seditious political shit <laughs> on, a, on a Tuesday afternoon. You know, these things all need to be considered. Because the trade-off is that, oh, wow, we could actually go out and have an economy again and we might be able to um, get back to some amount of going back to work and creating things and, you know, providing for our families and not relying on handouts to get by. There's a lot to think about because oh, it's not a black and white answer for me. Um, I wish it were, but it isn't. Um, but it start, it's time to start thinking about that kind of thing. It is. Like I said, you know, we've got to start thinking about this stuff because we're really, really, really lucky right now. Because there's there's countries that are trying to deal with being in lockdown and getting hit with Category Five cyclones at the same time. We got to be thinking about stuff like that. We're, we there won't be a vaccine during the next bushfire season, so we got to think about like if you live in a bushfire area, well, you know, what's your community shelter going to look like? Eh? You know, <laughs> how are you gonna how are you gonna figure that part out? You've got to start thinking think about it now. Think about it now when the pressure's not on. 
there's so many things to, to consider. But we do. We need to think about these things. And by thinking about them, we need to talk about them. And talking about them is, is really important because you don't want to be, you don't want to have no control in the situation when it does show up and you don't want to feel taken by surprise. So it might be uncomfortable to think about, it might be uncomfortable to talk about, but take the time to do it. And, and if I could you know, reiterate the incredible power that I have personally found in facing the things that frighten you. Just just the other day, I saw my um, psychiatrist the other day and I was telling him that this happened. I was sitting there, Wolfie was in the, in the playpen in front of me, you know, just trying to fit things into his mouth. And... Um, I was looking at the, it was my 10 minutes to look at the news website that I give myself every day. And um, I was looking at the ABC News website and there was a big headline saying, it's happening much faster than we thought it would, is the quote. And it says, uh, New South Wales waterway is warming beyond expectations. And I I wanted to scroll straight past it. My, I, my thumb automatically went, and I scrolled past it. I was like, no, that's not what we do. You know what to do. Take a breath, click on it, read it. And so as uncomfortable as it was, I had to scroll back down, find the article, click on it, read it, and go through and read an article all about how rivers and waterways and lakes in New South Wales are warming way quicker than any kind of scientist or projection modeling expected. And, you know, people who have things like oyster farms and rely on aquaculture and things like that are really seriously considering, like, well, I might not be able to make my living here. And, you know, what other towns and villages on those rivers and waterways are going to have to change and adapt because the formerly, you know, way that they base their income on fishing and, and aquaculture won't, won't be there in the way that they knew it. And that's really hard for someone like me to read that, but I read it as uncomfortable as it was and I let the fear and the awfulness and the horror kind of pass by and go, okay, all right, well, this is being written about. I'm not the only person here. And here we are in the middle of this pandemic and we're thinking about how much we actually consume and how we go about life. And do we really want to be living in a way that, while yeah, I can buy some sort of $7 widget off of eBay that works for a week and then breaks and then goes in landfill or I can um, you know think about maybe getting something a little more expensive made a little closer to home that's going to last a lot longer perhaps something recycled perhaps something salvaged that will do the job just the same we've got to have these conversations anyway I better split she went and walked the dogs and she just came back so I better get off thank you so much for listening if you do need to email me, send Osher email at gmail.com is my email address. Thanks so much for being a part of this show. Thanks for all the emails and showing me pictures of where you're listening. I absolutely adore it. Uh, thank you very, very, very much to everyone that got in touch. Please also rate and review the show if you can and just do recommend it. That's the very best thing you can do for me. You know, um, There's a Patreon out there. You can find it if you want it. But leaving a review and recommending the show to another person are the, the two biggest things you can ever do for me. So... Um, Thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you for listening. We are all in this together, you and me and everyone. <laughs> we're all here, every one of us, and we will all figure out how we're going to get through this together. We really, really, really will. Um, look after yourselves. Look after your neighbours. You may not have to work out with your neighbour, but at least go and check on them. See how they're going. Leave a note. Say hey. Wave over the fence. You know, bake something. <laughs> Do something for the people that live nearby you it will make you feel better about what's happening to all of us right now because it is happening to all of us and the more that we feel that all of us are in this the, the more we're going to be okay i promise you okay try and get some rest try and get a bit of exercise in 
Try and eat something nice. Try and eat something nutritious. Try and get a crossword in. Have a FaceTime or a phone call with someone you haven't spoken to in a little while. And if you can, cuddle a dog or pat a cat or feed a fish or do something that's good for you. Water your plants. Just do something that's outside of you that cares for another creature or another organism. It's good for you. All right. Until we speak next time, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 